Hello, welcome to the Electrician's Monday Club. Sorry, I was just copying stuff. Go on, mate, you do it. A quick message from our latest sponsor, Life Audio. Now, they are looking for registered installers around the country. Head over uh, and send an email to lifeaudio at cwagencies.london. It's a great way of upselling your customer, adding value to your jobs, um, and you get a free T-shirt uh, once you become a registered installer. You get some stickers, and it's a great product to be associated with. Head over to cwagencies.london. All the techno babble and all the links will be in the show notes. Go and check it out. Hello and welcome. It's the Electricians Monday Club, and we're back. Hello, everybody. Sorry uh, we missed last no, week. We that a, was my we fault. My bad. My bad. Nick's a bit of a bell housing. I uh, was working away with the legend that is Jack from JRC, Mike Greenhawk Construction, Mike's apprentice, Jack, and we had no internet, we had no signal, and um, to be honest with you, I completely forgot until the next time when Sam said, it's okay, we won't do Monday, we'll do Wednesday, and we also stayed Wednesday, so my bad. Yeah, and he just kept pining it off all week, and then what did you do on Friday? I went to have the day off, because we finished the day early, I had a call out in the morning, no, I did. Called out in the morning and then I went across to Trey Legends podcast and I was the host because Alex wasn't there. So I hosted it with PB. So he blew out his own podcast to do Trade Legends. Yes. Why? Uh, because it's wicked cool. But definitely not. And it don't get as many views as we do. So It doesn't get as many views, but it was an enjoyable experience. I got quite so, a lot of free products as usual. Listen. Yes. So for the viewers out there, Nick pied you off mugged you off and uh yeah but anyway moving on from that today's subject is scrap metal it is commercial domestic we're going to go through what we do what other people do and is it worth stripping copper out taking it to the tap man or smell it down into copper i say tap man like it's not like that's tap run that's what we call it call it tap run tap run <laughs> Now then, also I'll let everyone know, I, tomorrow I'm packing a bag in a little bit, I um, Adam and I are going up up to north to see, now then, Mark Allison, oh, apprentice one-to-one, uh, Matty, his lad, and a few other apprentices, and we're also um, going with John, that we had on the podcast a couple weeks ago. Oh, Van Man. Yeah, Van Man, John's up there, so it's his job, so we're going to get some footage up there. The reason we're going, it's because there's EV chargers going in. It's three-phase boards, containment, all the stuff that Sam normally does. But Adam's going to be doing it for his portfolio for his, for work. Sweet. Just take so, his time. Don't rush it. It's not yeah. like half-bashing. Because it, we're using, what's the uh, sort of wooden plastic board that you put on the bottom of the three-phase board? What's that called? Plaxiline. Yeah, I've never used that. So we're going to have a go with that as well, Mark said. Um, <laughs> yeah. It just, it just smells horrible when you cut it. Don't breathe it in. I think it's I think it's carcinogenic. Um, I don't know why you're using Plaxiline. Um, just use 50 mil bush, um, bush and lock wings. Well, I don't know. That's what I told we're doing. So that's what we're doing. Anyway, back onto the main subject of the story. Tat runs, tat man, strap metal, whatever you want to call it. Domestic wise, when we're doing rewires especially, once the floorboards are up and we've got the normal main runs that we would take up from fuse board to through the landing, we cut out any old existing cable, we keep it, we cut it up in a ball, it comes to me at the unit, and eventually when it fills up, we then take it to the scrapyard, weigh it in. It's not a lot of effort, but I know that some people go out their way to physically pull out as much copper and as much old cable as possible, where the labour-intensive side of going and picking these floorboards up 
is less cost effective than the actual copper that's pulled out. But so on my one is so what what I'm doing at the moment is I'll be taking an old CT room or a CT scanner room, ripping everything out, and then putting all new in. Yeah. So that's uh, what size cables are we talking though? Are we talking just standard stuff or? It depends. It all depends because um, a lot of the time you're doing a PDU, which is a power distribution unit um from a main incomer so it can be like some 50 mil tails and stuff like that Ooh. some really good stuff um on this one i opened up the pdu and he goes are they the old colors i was like yeah they weren't yes, they about are. that fat straight <laughs> in the toolbox <laughs> well this is what we did years ago with um when i did sort of the commercial industrial stuff when i was first learning um is we were putting massive ladder runs up on the roof up the dry rises we're pulling the main incomers to the transformers they were massive cables mate like stuff thicker than your leg there was like six of us kicking it in just to tie wrap it down and we were allowed to keep they obviously were very careful and be cautious of the guys that are in charge of how much is pulled down you know we're not pulling yeah. six meters through to have off but they said there's anything spare you can sort of take and I remember piling up, we, we would strip, because it was so big, it was so, so simple to strip down to bare copper. You were talking thick, you know, good thick bits like this, you know, foot long, we would come to size, and we'd all take an empty toolbox each, fill it up, and that toolbox, I, I got about 350 quid just for a toolbox worth. See, I've had, I've, I've had some brilliant scrap runs. Um, I, I think I've told this story before. We had, um, I was on a job um, at Tesco's in Purley, and Tesco's were a funny bunch, Part of their price when they have like anything refurbed, they take the they take an estimated value of the scrap that comes out really off of the off of the quote. Right. Like they're proper tight. Anyway, that. anything that's left over as well, they want to keep. So any new stuff, new cable that they've like left on the drum sort of thing. Yeah, they want to keep. Anyway, I don't know if I should even be telling this story, but we went up onto the top of the roof to fix the clock at Pearly Tesco's and there must have been 500 lengths of copper tube like that. Like mad lengths of copper yeah. tube. And I was like, go and get the lighting boxes. So we've got the lighting boxes and the chop saw and we were chopping it up um, because it had been up there for 15 years. Uh, they were never going to use it, were they? Still, probably not your property, but yeah. But so we we we're coming down with these big boxes full of copper, um, and I think we doubled our wages that week. Oh and yeah, didn't even dent it. Didn't even dent it. It's crazy, isn't it? I mean, you look at now material prices going up because I one subject I want to touch in a little bit is the fuel prices. Um, <gasps> yeah, which is a bit of a big one. Um, but I, I think as a domestic spark, I think you can take out what you can reach. I think that's within reason of snipping under and some customers we've had before we've had to leave the tap for one or two jobs which is fine it's your your place we say we'll rip out as much as we can and we'll take it away we've had a guy that said he wanted to keep it because he's had a tap pile in the garden or whatever so, yeah sound like it's not our stuff but i'm not going out of my way to get it out do you no, know what i mean i i honestly don't care like <clears throat> when you when you've been in commercial for as long as i have you've seen crazy moments about 20 quid's worth of scrap. I've seen yeah. people actually have like go toe to toe over 20, 20 quid. And yeah. I've seen like people get accused of stealing. And then you see, and then people do steal. People get greedy. So they're running like, you'll know there's 400 quid there between three of you. 
and they'll they'll run in and come back and go, oh, we only got two hundred quid for that. Yeah, show me the paperwork. There's the thing as well with 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 tat, especially when I say tat, you know what I mean, a scrap copper. Uh, in the domestic side, if you're running a business, I have to put it all through the business because it's taxable. It is. This and is the thing. it's in, it's in class as an income. And we've it was back in the day when I first started. It was when the scrap man up our area, Stafford one, you go to him and he'd give you pound notes. Yes, that's the thing. And then there was a lot of thefts going around. Um, a lot of people stripping the copper off churches from shops, no, like all the lightning. Churches, yeah, all the lightning protection. Um, oh, yeah, that's it. Yeah, lead, lead being ripped off loads of the old buildings, and it was happening a lot, a lot, a lot. And so they had to put, and then they started doing all the the water blueprints on all the uh, network rail cables. That's it. Yeah, yeah. So for the UV light, if it was to shine, if you take to a scrap yard, they'll shine the UV light on it to see if it's been stolen or it's, you know, whatever it is. But then they they put obviously like a track and trace thing in. So you have to put your uh, driving license, your home address. You have to register a bank card there. Wow. And they also have your um, registration for your vehicle. It's so long. So yeah. there used to be one. There used to be one down in um, across Mitchell Common in Croydon. And it was good because... Even when they brought all this this stuff in, where you had to like, you had to be paid in a check or you had to be paid into your account. Well, yeah. no one wanted to be paid into the account. Um, so you'd go there, you get the check, you would literally turn round, and there'd be a check-in window, and for a pound, you can check your you can check your check, and get cash. What? So that's how they got round it. So they right. give you a check. Yeah, you had to register properly, so you had to put your name and address and all that, and then they give you a check. You turn around, give them the check and a pound, and then they would give you your cash. Fair play. It was Fair brilliant. Play. Well, this is the way that like, you get taxed on it. Annoyingly, I look at it and go, "You've already bought the cable. You've already paid the tax on the cable. Surely, what's left is you're actually recycling. If it's just scrap stuff of leftovers, technically, it's being put to good use instead of being put in a bin." Well, this is it. You must be able to make that argument based on, so say you buy 200 meters of, of I don't know, 50 mil armored. Yeah. And you only use 10, but then the rest you strip and not that you would, it's a completely non, nonsense, nonsense idea, yeah. but say you did and you scrapped it and you've already paid the tax on it. Mm. What are you paying again for? I don't know. It's just a way of government getting more money out of you. Like we, we said about the VAT threshold and all that sort of stuff last week. Um, but yeah, it's one of the things now they've made it so difficult for people to steal and to weigh stuff in. Um, it made it, I want to say, more really difficult. They've made it more difficult for people to do it. So that's a thing. But if you do legitimately like we are, it's just scrap cable. I'm an electrician. I turn up in my electrical van. You can go, well, you know, this is what yeah. it is. But. Yeah. I, I mean, to be honest with you, so on, on these jobs, everything goes in a skip. So it's up to us whether we keep the scrap. Yeah. Um, I probably had about 10 bags out of it, 10 rubble sacks. Um, so quite a good grade cable, but some of it's just like singles and stuff like that. But I've sort of started collecting it and now I've got like a, quite a bit. Because like, you said to me about the cable stripper a couple of weeks ago, didn't you? Yeah. So, I re so what do you reckon about cable strippers? Are they worth it? You see these ones you could you, you get off of uh, Amazon is where you got yours from, isn't it? Yeah. So mine was. If anyone hasn't seen the video, uh, I bought a big cable stripping machine. It's about. I'll link to the video. Yeah, it's about four, about four, four it's about a foot wide, all different cable uh, slots for different sizes. 
for me for being a, a youtuber it worked great because the video generated the money for the the cable but I, I did work out if in the video if you were to buy the cable stripping machine and then to spend the time and effort of stripping the cable to weigh it in you almost break even but then that time the cable stripper is then paid for itself the next time it will be more efficient but really anything less than six mil you don't want to be stripping six mil and above strip anything below waste of time so that's what we worked out singles pointless one one mil two five maybe four mil i didn't really try four mil but and nothing i wouldn't i'd do it now i don't touch anything less than six mil so the best thing is to strip a tails and bonding cables really the best things we get some fat cables i've got i've got some tails i've got meters and meters of tails like what's that 25 mil 25 uh 35 yeah so they they strip through one one run through it takes both layers of insulation off and you literally just peel it like a banana and it's and it's we have boxes we just beautiful when it's done i know it'll be like bullion yeah so it's worth it i mean the video i did with dave not long ago we've got boxes and boxes stacked up and it's probably it's probably 60k worth of strip copper, which if you would convert it to what strip copper per kilo now? Um, so six pound? No, it's nearly seven pound at the moment. All right, yeah. So you know, let me get the old calculator out. Um, Sixty times, let's say seven. That's four hundred and twenty quid just in strip copper. Where that's taking me, I don't know, let's say three, four hours continuous to do and chop up. If you were to divide that by, let's say, five hours it's taken me, that's £84 an hour I'm on. Still worth it, though, isn't it? Very worth it, yeah. If you do it in your spare time, a lot of lads in the video commented saying they like to just do it in the evening when they chill out and have a beer in the garden in the summer. They get the kids involved or whatever. And it's free money, really, at the end of the day. Um, but you just need to be careful with weighing it in. You make sure you pay your tax because there's a link to everything you do and the tax man can see everything. That's my advice to everyone. It is like you are going to get a hit for tax on it, no matter what yeah. you do. Um, even if you run in like two hundred quid a year, they're going to they're going to call you yeah. for the tax on it. And you need to have a little sniff, and then they start poking around, and then that's it. Yeah, it's griefy. Um, so verdict. So I think it's worth it. Domestic wise, what I do, worth it. But pick and choose the jobs, and if you've got place to store it, it's worth storing. Doing it all through the year. People do say to me, though, don't scrap it in just before Christmas because they drop. They know everyone will do. do it and they drop the prices. They do. So if anything, have a look. Maybe do it in October time before the prices drop. Yeah, or you do it after Christmas. Yeah, if the prices go back up, let's say, end of Jan, yeah. beginning of Feb, yeah. So for me, with um, scrap uh, cable, historically, in commercial, you could get some right touches where you can get loads and loads of copper come out. Yeah. But invariably, the person in charge will just have it all for themselves. Of course. Um, and they say they will share it around and give it as a... You might get a drink. You might get 50 quid. But if you think... And that's a lot. I've, I've had a few drinks in my time. But on this job, because I'm the guy in charge, it's all mine. Oh, fucking, well, I am about to say arsehole people in charge. But then, yeah, yeah, yeah. To be fair, it... it, it yeah, it all swings around about it at some point someone else will be in charge and they'll do the same thing. Yeah. Um just need I just need you to hear what's going on out there. Chaos. Um I'm staying in where is it? Stockport. I know it's Stockport, he's not far from me then. No, I'm in Stockport and that's meant to be a bit of a docile, isn't it? I don't know. 
So it's meant to be a bit rough around here. And I'm staying in the city centre, um, in what could be classed as some sort of trampy hotel type thing. Not as bad as mine and Adam's the other day. Did you see that on TikTok, on uh, Instagram? Mate, this is pretty ropey. The the windows shake as people walk past. Um, I've had about three people knock at my door. I'm just not answering. Oh, you're south of Manchester. Right, yeah. You're only about an hour from me. Yeah. Um, and it, and all I can... There's so many nitties outside, all sort of scurrying around. What's that mean? What's a nitty? A nitty? That's like, you know, like druggies and stuff. Oh, like right. That, sort of scurrying around, all up to no good. Just <laughs> trying to get fixes. And I'm just sitting there looking and thinking, Jesus. Here we go. Have some crap copper. Have some. Go away. Yeah. Well, my my van's definitely getting broken into tonight. Definitely. <laughs> it's company's van. There's nothing I can do. See, look at this bullshit. I'm not answering. Who's ringing you? It doesn't matter who's ringing me. Why did it ring once? I don't know, but I'm not answering it. Oh, my God. You're going to get murdered in the night. I'm anyway, definitely getting murdered. 100%. It was nice to they know heard, you. Yeah, they've heard me talking about... That That couldn't have been better on cue, could it? <laughs> um, second subject. They've heard calling them nitties. <laughs> yeah, so the door of the cop. Um, next subject, fuel prices. You're absolutely going through the roof. I... Adam continuously tells me every day, oh, I can't believe it's £1.84 today. It's like, mate, I don't care. Because to me, I need to get fuel regardless. It doesn't matter. But it's starting, to... it's starting to, it's starting to, isn't yeah. it? And now I'm, I'm driving around Stafford and I'm looking at the different fuel stations. And the first time in my life, I'm going, oh, God, it's 4p cheaper at Tesco. Mate, <laughs> I get my fuel for free. And oh, I'm wow, still wow. looking at it thinking... Ludicrous. Well, now it's not just the fuel as well, because everyone's going, oh, I'm glad I've got an electric car. Your electricity is going up as well, mate. Buy yeah. a lot. So Buy a lot. This? 40% in April, another 40% in October. Yeah. What do I do? Like, Was it household bills are going up by two and a half thousand pounds combined? Brilliant. Brilliant. Wow. I did see a little joke the other day saying I, went, I pulled up outside a guy who just filled his, uh, put some fuel in his car. And as I pulled forward, I saw he put £10 in. Where was he going? Pump four. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Nice. This is the thing, though. This is the thing. All of a sudden, it's gone up. Like, oh, we need to put them, put it up. Oh, it's there's a war in Russia. Well, yeah. I know you didn't just buy them barrels. So why are you putting it out now? Because like, they're doing, they know there's going to be some sort of shortage in the near future. So they're trying to, they're putting prices up now so they can compensate for buying it a more expensive elsewhere. When do they go down though? They don't ever. Exactly. Ever. So when there's so peace and love in the world, right? And it's all they're going to go, oh, absolutely not. And they'll be no. like, oh, no. It's getting no, too no. hot now outside. The fuel's going to go off. We need to raise the prices. Yeah. And I, I don't get it. And I don't understand what. And people are trying to tell me, oh, it's because they buy it in from this place and that place. Well, it's still the same. They're still producing the same amount they was producing three weeks ago. Mm. Why is it going up for? I just told you. No, it's not. It's lies. It's, I don't care. I've got my Tim Four hat on. There's oh. a liberty going on. Okay. Okay. But what I saw the other day is what makes perfect sense. Instead of everyone spending copious amounts of money and i'm talking millions upon billions of pounds towards uh ridiculous things in the uk or over the world why isn't all this money just gone put right let's just all put a couple of mil aside let's get some renewable energy going for everyone and then we'll be sorted we can all have electric cars that are realistically run free of charge let's yeah, say but i don't want to listen i've got to be honest with you you don't want a tesla no i want a tesla 
I don't yeah. want any of the other ones. I want top. I'd have a Tesla like. or a, a Ford F one fifty Lightning. Either okay. either would be great. Listen. Ford, hit me up. Tesla, Elon. We've got a YouTube channel. Listen, let me tell you. I watched Top Gear the other day, but the one with the caravans where they like they got like these new these new caravans. The, what the new presenters? Yeah, yeah. Right. Uh, and they was towing these new caravans with um, the top end Audi one. I think it's a Volvo one. And, the electric. Uh, e-tron. Yeah, electric. Yeah, mate. They're only good for about 110 miles. Yeah, once they're towing with capacity and depending on the climate as well. If it's too cold, they'll have shorter range. It's too hot, shorter range. If Jordan's driving, the handbrake stays on. It's not ready. It's not ready. Right. I think it is. They're just putting out in dribs and drabs to make you want it. It's like iPhones. Oh, this model, we're going to make the battery last three minutes longer, but the model after will be six. Brilliant. And we will all throw our money at it because that's the way the world works. We all want the technology just doesn't just appear one day and go, this is what we've made. We've tested it for a few years in the background. Here you go. You know. This is how you know, right? This is how you know I don't buy into that. This is an Oppo, right? This phone God, it's is trash. an Oppo. It's shitto. That's what it is. Watch this. Uh, okay, his little camera comes out. Oh, it doesn't even work. Look, press the button, Sam. Press the button right. again. That's four times now. There you go, look. Oh, it's it. a little camera that pokes out the top. How good's that? Does I'm surprised Dave Savory doesn't have that. He showed me his new phone the other day. It's like a knockoff Blackberry. It's so crap. Yeah, but this is the thing. You, I know you personally have spent at least eight grand on Apple shit in the last three, three, three years. Yeah, probably. Yeah, and it's all shit. What's wrong with my iPad Pro? Yeah, it's good this week, but you'll be buying another one next week. Going, the new ones out. Well, yeah, because I can. Yeah, but what's the point? Because no I better. like, I like the newer ones. Yeah, but they're not any better. They're I didn't exactly say that. Same. I didn't say I'm buying it because it's better, as because it's a new one. Yes, yeah, so I'm in a competition up. with my mate. Every time a new Apple product comes out, I have to have the new one before him. That's 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 the rules. Yeah, but listen, this is why you're a sucker. I'd be a sucker if I couldn't afford it. That's the difference. People that are buying products or getting new contracts out when they you're can't spending, afford it, suckers. You're spending good money on a vanity project. That's fine. Oh, look, I, that's fine. <laughs> but listen anyway should we talk about electrical shit yeah um what i've been doing for rewire messing around next week um what's it with mark week after this is an interesting one for you so guy of youtube's got me we're starting to rewire end of march and even though every room has been taken back to bare brick so rewire is pretty good he wants kinetic or kinetic switching everywhere rather than hardwired even though why? When we do suggest you have kinetic or kinetic stuff, it's for less damage on the property. But he is looking to the future and have a smart tech. So all this will be able to be used across his phone, tablets, all that sort of stuff. It's, I can vouch for it. We've done eight, nine rewires with the kinetic stuff now. I've never had one receiver go wrong. Um, I think it's fantastic. But I just, what's your opinion on it? Hard, you can, I know you can't beat hardwired, but. What he's asking for is a bit about other ordinary, really. Um, so what is it all going to be that? So the switch, the lighting, yeah. But um, oh no, because the connect switch doesn't even need power to it, does it? No, it just no. So, so if you don't know what anyone listening and watching, if you don't know what kinetic, kinetic or quinetic, not everyone, 
it's a completely wireless and batteryless um, switch. It uses your kinetic energy when you push it, changes the the force you put on it, changes it the, from kinetic into a spark, which is an IR signal, and changes that that's registered to the terrible. light switch. Terrible! That's a terrible explanation. Uses kinetic energy to power a transmitter that transmits an RF frequency to a receiver. Yes, I know, but that's what I'm saying about the. It was exactly the same. Yeah, but mine sounded like... Yeah, because you just copy what I said without me mumbling. That's why. Whatever, mate. Yeah. So anyway, it means there's, there's no battery needed. Once it's linked up to the receiver, it's pretty much good for years, um, years and years and years. And they have um, a range, I think, of a, I think about 100 metres. They're really, yeah, they, really far. Like, they're do, like a normal house, they'd do easily. Um, I don't know how scalable... So they're not smart switches, are they? They're both. So you can have them Wi-Fi enabled as well oh you can make them smart you can make them off the alexa off google and everything oh okay oh well i think that's awesome then yeah because it's quite a reliable bit of kit so it's not like so i've got one on i've got one on my out outdoor lighting i'm just thinking can you or not i oh, see i don't double no how i've never done it i know you can do them off the wire yeah you must be able to because if they're off the wi-fi it's not uh, the switch that connects to the alexa it's the receiver this yeah, of course you can. The, I think you need a Wi-Fi. I bet you could get like a dumb one and a smart one. Yeah, so I've been. I buy the bottom end one because that's all we've needed. I've not They're actually not fit a smart one. They're not even that dear. Uh, switch uh, for for a basic one. Switch and a receiver. The energy that I use is about thirty nine quid. For I don't the, even for think I use Kinetic. I think I use something else. Yeah, I use Energe. It's called, and they're the big paddle switches. Ver or something. I don't know. Can't find it. But I use I use another one, and I've had that on my ass for a couple of years now. And yeah. it's brilliant technology. Brilliant. Yeah, it's smart. It's very very clever. It's very clever. I might keep the camera now. Oh. Yeah, it's very clever. Um, what did you I'm just do then? Huh? What did you just do then? Well, I've got a stool from the kitchen, <sighs> and I'm sitting. It's almost like you just tried to flop something out, and you went. Oh, there we go. No, that's my. That's what it was leg. like. Not, not something else. No. Not that blessed. Um, (laughs) Just just not. Um, No, I like the kinetic stuff. I think it's really good. Um, Or the kinetic switching, whatever. I think it's really good. Um, I don't know. Here's a a question for you. Would you like your house rewired in it? Yeah, 100%. I've got a few switches dotted around. Uh, Did a walk-in wardrobe in our bedroom upstairs. That was put in. I put the stud wall and everything afterwards there was no cable because it's the lot there's no loft um hatch upstairs so i just took the feed off the socket fed it up spurred it down switch did the outside lights off it really it's i like it right here yeah i think i think it's hard to argue against it although it will it definitely won't ever last as long no as normal wires no so you might have an issue in 10 years when it all goes haywire Maybe, but the only thing you would have to do would be change the switch and receiver. And what we do on the rewires, we put a big um, AD box either in the airing cupboard that will cover downstairs and then in the loft for upstairs. It's always located. It's always labelled up exactly what's what. It's a very simple thing to unscrew the lid, isolate it, take a receiver out, put a new one in, pair it up. It's it's so simple and quick to do. If it's a, if there's a broken one, it's a quick fix rather than having to go around and test everything. Wait, so you don't put it above the light? The light, then you wire the no. light to a to yeah, it's, it's like a, literally a, a hub in that we put two hubs in, 
and it just makes life easier because you have one continuous wire from the hub to the light. So if there's anything broken that way, you know it's that cable. Um, so everything's you just have up a on. radial from the hub to the yeah. upstairs. So we have a radial. literally a f- feed into the hub, and then it spiders out. You can either do a big block of Wagos or ideals that will split it, or we just link in, link out to each receiver, and then you have one cable to each light fin. <gasps> it's so much simpler. Mate, that's a touch, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah, it just means when you're rewiring houses as well, you're not taking switch drops up. You literally, most of the time, you can get, let's say I took my light down here. If you know which way the joists run, you rod it down to a central point from every bedroom and you only ever have to take up one board across the landing. And what's it like with spotlights? It's easy. You just wire it to the first spotlight and then you just link them all through. And there's no light? There's no, there's light, no delay? Minimum load or like maximum Minim- load? I think the, 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 the receiver works up to... I think it can take five or six amps, but obviously your breaker is five or six amps anyway. So, so it's not going to burn out or anything. No, no, it has an internal glass fuse anyway. So if it were to protect itself, the fuse would go itself before anything else. And you can swap that out. Yeah. Well, it seems like this. But I'm sold. It's good, isn't it? And the, the difference sold. between the energy stuff. So the 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 cheaper ones that I buy, the module for the receiver um, has to be within an enclosure because it doesn't have any place for you to link out CPCs or a cover for your single insulated cable. But the Quinetic ones, which are the more expensive, they come literally as um, almost like a transformer you'd have for a 12-volt downlight where you could hardwire it in and cover it over. Okay. So you could have them screwed to a joist in a loft if you wanted to without having to put it in a box. Ooh. And they do the grid switches as well. So the Quinetic that we did the very first rewire with them, you buy the MK grid switches that you screw into the, the wall and the switches for the quinetic stuff fit into them, so they actually look like a normal little light switch. Oh, okay. Because the ones I've got are like a, a fat paddle. Square. Yeah, okay. mine's a big fat, fat paddle, which works really well because most of the time when we do these people's houses, it's elderly couples who don't want to damage their wallpaper, but equally a nice big switch on the wall. And we also always pair up another one and put it next to their bed. So if they ever fall out of bed in the night or they need to get up, they've got it next to their bed. <laughs> this is love. I'm going to put it next to your bed just in case you fall out like an idiot. No, how these things happen? It, caring for the elderly, I've put one next to Dave's bed just in case and next to the fridge. <laughs> That's Bless hilarious. Um, no, mate, I didn't think of that. I didn't. Do you know what? I've never, I've always thought of it as like sling it in where you can't be asked to put a switch. Yeah, no, no, no. This is, it completely overtakes everything. So when I'm actually doing rewires now, we're having to put switch drops in, you're like, Oh, and then you got your two or three way. This is literally hold the button down on the receiver for five seconds, press the switch, and then you want a two way, you just hold it down on the same receiver, press another switch. And it's just so simple to do two, three way lighting. Now, here's a question you might not want to answer, but you're going to have to is the pricing differential between switch drops and a, a kinetic system. So there's not, if you work out, I did a, a rewire quoted for that and a kind of kinetic and a, a normal one. And there was about 200 quid difference if for the kinetic one was slightly more expensive because you're not, you're saving yourself chasing time on every single switch drop. It's, it's so much less effort and less floorboards up and labor wise, it's less intensive. The only thing is the materials are a lot more. So if you actually work out how much time, it, it's not a lot difference. The only benefit is for the customer that they're not having to repair all the switch drop walls and plaster and it. You can get a, you can, whereas it might take you five days to do a normal rewire. 
with that, that's got to shave off time. You could do upstairs and downstairs lighting in a day easily. Jeez. Yeah. So it, it, it's the future going forward. Um, they've brought out bigger versions. Now you can get like a 20 amp version for outside sockets. So you can isolate a socket bottom of the garden with a kinetic switch as well. Oh, wow. Yeah. So it's getting there. Then You can do them in kids' bedrooms. If you want to put a socket in, you put a receiver in the back or next to it. And let's say you want the kids to turn a lamp off or whatever. You can just turn it on and off from your phone as well. So how annoying would that be if you're a kid? Yeah. Well, I nearly fitted one because I changed my fuse board not long ago at home. And I bought one. I meant to do it. I just ran out of time in the video. But I was going to put um, a kinetic switch on the upstairs lighting. So no, knowing full well the kids constantly leave the bloody light. I can come home early before everyone, before mid the half, and come home and every single bloody light fins on upstairs. It's a little master switch near the front door. So as you go out, you go bang off. Upstairs lights are all cut off. What like why does that bother you? Because my house, I've had my neighbours constantly saying to me, your house is a little like Christmas. I don't care. It's just now the neighbours are going, we can see everything you do because every window is open. All the windows, blinds are open and every single light is open on. So you're tight about having a having a two watt light on. It's not even two watt. No, no, I'm not. I don't care about the electricity at all. I feel it's like just you do. annoying. I feel no, like that's a dad moan. Put the lights out. I, feel like I just feel like saying turn the lights off. It doesn't need to be on. It's like when they walk into the bathroom in the middle of the day on the weekend, normal daylight, sunlight everywhere, they turn the light on to go another wee. And I'll go around and turn the light off. Why have you done that? I said, you don't need the light on. Yeah, I do. I'm in the toilet. I said, it's daylight. You can see what you're doing. You don't need the light on. It really annoys me. I stood outside constantly and just turned. When I did redid the bathroom, I purposely put the light switch on the outside so the kids can't keep going in there and turning it on. Do you know what? I've just I've, I've realised that in my house, one of the things that winds me up the most is they put a door on the bathroom, mm. but they put the light switch oh, behind the opening of the door. So, and I was like, you need oh, a kinetic switch point there. Yeah, I'm thinking I've got to sort that out one day. Quite easily put a kinetic switch on. Done. Sweet. This is, oh, I might. Joe, what? What electrician? Um, his, listen, leave leave this comment in the show notes. What electrician can actually be asked to change their own fuse board? Because I can't. I couldn't. I could never envision the day where I do my own fuse board. It's taken me seven years living here and getting one for free to do a video on YouTube to physically change my own fuse board. I didn't just move it though. I didn't just change it. I moved it into another cupboard. I moved it into downstairs toilet because it was behind the fridge. And every time it tripped, I couldn't get to it. Mine's underneath the stairs. It's going to stay there. C2. Oh, is that a thing now, is it? Yeah, it's fire escaping it. You can't have them below staircases. And it's a new build. It's old build. You can't get around it. Well, that's a new thing then. Um, mine, mine, Mine's under the stairs. I can't see me ever moving it. Yeah. All Unless you do the house. Like it's a plastic one. It's been it's I think it's a 17 16th edition board. I don't I don't even know. I don't even My, care. Mine was a uh I think I've I looked think, at it twice. Mine was fifth 16th edition, but they there was one RCD covering all the sockets, which was usual, but then they changed the main switch to a hundred milliamp RCD to give RCD protection on the light in. But so you had discrimination between the 30 milliamp and the 100 milliamp. I don't know what that means. It's so if there was a trip on the 30 milliamp, it wouldn't kick out the 100 milliamp covering it. Oh, that's not good then. No, it's gone now anyway. 
But no, listen, I, I, I'm so bored of pretending to know stuff. I just don't know anything about um, domestic stuff. I'm really okay. a domestic div. And I don't know virtually anything about commercial industrial. I've not done it for so long. Neither do I. I basically <laughs> only know how to cut trunking. <laughs> do a little bit of tube. That's it. <laughs> but... Shit. No, to be honest with you, mate, um, that sounds pretty awesome. I'm going to get some kinetic stuff going on. Um, because I, this is the thing. I've got to do the kitchen soon. Um, kitchen and dining room we're going to make into one. So I think that might be the move. Kinetic switching. Mm. It's so much work, doesn't it? So much work. I did all mine just before we moved in the house. I took a month off work and did every single room I physically could till it was livable to get here. And I'm still my other half just saying to me, I'm gonna paint the staircase. Brilliant. We need to have it replastered. We're just having the outside of the house rendered in the back in the utility room. See, I've got to get my house. You know, my house is um pebble dashed. Yeah. Painted four thousand times. Like you know, like council estate pebble dash that's been painted a thousand times. It's barely yeah. pebble dash now. Yeah, the so house is actually be... four meters bigger just from paint. Yeah. So it's that. Um, it's not a council house. Well, at least I don't... It might have been once upon a time, but it ain't now. Um, but yeah, so I've got, I've got to do all that on mine. But anyway, this is a show for electricians, not us moaning about our DIY projects. What uh, am I doing? Well, yeah, what are you doing, Sam? So, this week, I... Um, <sighs> oh, sorry, I'm just installing a CT scanner. On a children's ward. Oh, God, you've talked about CT scanners loads of times. Yeah. Sorry, Sam, please so, continue. So just saving children. Oh, I don't know what you're doing with your day. You're not saving children. I'm part of the team that... Really? That are taking money from the hospital? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> you were saving children. You'd be doing it for free. Uh, Maybe. <laughs> not... Doctors do it for free? Some. <laughs> no, they don't. No. no. Um. So, yeah, it's... So I finished off the Ipswich job last week and that was really stressful. Uh, I didn't get to test it till literally 12 o'clock. And I was like, Mark, are you available to help me do some testing? <laughs> <laughs> did he come, did he? No, he, uh, oh. he FaceTimed me. So that was good. Um, because, do you know what? When you're... Mate, it was a nightmare. Because... Testing it. Yeah, but it's not like testing on a house, Nick. There's a... Do you want to tell everyone when you rang me the other day? <laughs> tell the story. <laughs> tell the story. I was sitting there. I was so confused. Sam rang me. Story. Sam rang me. Uh, like middle... Yeah, you did ring me. It wasn't FaceTime. And he was like, Nick, I've got a problem. I said, what's up? He says, and this was in the hospital, one of the hospitals, wasn't it? He said, yeah. uh, I'm testing the ring main, but how do you know if it's broken? I said, well... Because the test reading, like this open ends, there's no continuity. Yeah, yeah, that's what I've got. That's what I've got. But there was a ring earlier. I said, right, so what are you testing? He says, I've took a socket off and I've split it and I'm trying to test it through. I said, brilliant. Have you taken any more sockets off? He went, yeah, the one next to me. I said, have you put it back together? He went, no. <laughs> that's your problem, Sam. And he went, shit, yeah. And then just put the phone down. <laughs> <laughs> this, is, I, this is the thing. And this is a legit problem for commercial sparks, right? This is a legit problem. I spent so many years installing rather than problem solving on like very fault rarely, finding everything yeah fault finding and stuff like that that 
the dumbest things you get flustered with. Oh, I know. Um, and throwing myself into this job where, you know, sometimes I have sparks with me that I can sort of send off to do stuff. But the reality is it all falls on my plate. And th- this was the same thing with, um, with the testing on Friday. It was... So basically you've got the intake room or the switch room, if you like. And it's... the ring goes through three or four different rooms. Yeah before it gets to my room. And I've only added some sockets in my room. So, and it's, impo- it's simply impossible to get shutdown order for the other rooms because they're doing yeah. all kinds of things. So how do you test the ring? If you can't turn it off, I think, well, the only t- the test you can do is the ZS on the <laughs> ring on each point to make sure you've got continuity and polarity correct. So, but you need to do your ring ends, but how do you, how do, you do that without turn the power off exactly so i couldn't so yes i could turn the power off but if anything's wrong in them other rooms i've now got to go and put them right yeah i'm not going to get test reading well you so, should have tested it beforehand to make sure it was okay before you, you testing it. beforehand it took 10 days to get an, a shutdown on it did you know what i mean that's log, log, logistically logistically <sighs> yeah that's so what 10 days doing. to get a shutdown order to shut down this ring because it goes through so many different rooms mm. and then they put temporary power in there and then now they've turned it back on before I've, before i wanted them to and now i've got a test i've got a test the ring so do you know what i did and this is going to be controversial um i'm no part of this I've got, I've got another shutdown order right uh, to quickly turn it off i disconnected the main incoming the the main so I kind of knew where the feed coming into my room was from. Yep. So that, that part of the ring where that was, what room that was coming from into my room, I tested from that point onwards. So I disconnected it. And I but you tested your new bit of the ring. I the tested old... the ring in my room. Well, yeah, you can do that. And then I put it all back together and that was my test results. Because well, you do an end to end. It doesn't matter where you do it from personally. As long as it's still the same ring all the way through, as long as it's the, the you know the resistance is going to be the same, the polarity. There's not really a massive difference. The only thing that we like to do is if we we link them through a crocodile. Let's say we make the ring back and we uh, bell out the plug top tester and we test from the different points. But if you just do an end to ends, people do that as well. I had to do I had to do my end to ends from the beginning the outlet. Point. Yeah. yeah. Because otherwise, otherwise, I can't. The other thing is getting permission to go in all them other rooms. Yeah. I don't know, one o'clock, two o'clock, Friday afternoon. You ain't getting them permissions. It's the yeah. last day of the job. Yeah. There was a million reasons why it was left to the last day. But the reality was, what do you do in that situation? And how do you, how do you shut down a board with, I don't know, a lot of stuff yeah. 30 breakers in to work safely. That's another thing we don't talk about, uh, like as electricians. So I've got a board with, with like, I don't know, it's a three-phase board going everywhere in this particular part of the hospital. There is no way, and I mean no way, they're going to let you shut down that board. To take the lid off, no. Take the lid off. Not a thing. Simply not a thing. I don't even know how would go about it, to be honest. 
It's not a thing. Yeah. It's like, pff, no, you can't shut down the whole world. What's wrong with you? Mm. And th- and this is this is real world sparking mm. that perhaps gets missed. I think the only thing you can look at that is you rely on. I know people hate the word competent spark, but someone that is going to do the job, but know they do it correctly and as safely as possible. And that's the only thing I can put input on it. It's not a. It's not the right thing to do. But some situations, real world stuff, you you cannot get around it. Right it. thing to do. I think it is the right thing to do. I think no um, on on pen and paper in the book. No, it's not the right thing to do. No, but in real world, I disagree. Oh, I really? Disagree. Yeah, I piss on the book, and here's why. Brilliant. <laughs> and here's why, and this is what really gets my goat, because when you're presented with a real world scenario like that, you ha- and you're on a time crunch. And these things happen, and it's not like a rarity these things happen. These things happen often. You're on a time crunch. You've got to get it done. People are depending on you. The hospital needs it back on. They don't care. You, you, no one cares. Get it back on. What do you do? I am going to quote EAWR. And they go, listen, mate, if you don't do it, I'm going to do it myself. Now you're an arsehole. <sighs> There's no, everyone let us know in the comments. I know it completely where you're going from, 100%. But all I'm getting at is in your own college, the lads that are being taught, like Adam in college, it's the power gets isolated before the board come off. But what's he doing in that situation? Well, he wouldn't, I don't know. You only do it like this. What's he do? I don't know. Well, then, it's it's that's what I'm saying. I I am agreeing with you. I am agreeing with you, but I'm saying on pen and paper. There'd be realistically pen on paper. Let's say in your situation, there's no way to do the job because no. it can't be isolated safely, and that's it. Like, all right, we're going to do you the just job. Go, walk out, close the door. Yeah, mic drop. Goodbye. Don't send in the invoice. <laughs> yeah, you just—it's just a whole—it's a whole load of nonsense. Yeah. Um, and you know, you just don't do it by yourself. You have someone there with you. You wear correct PPE and you do it. And, and uh, you know, put your safety glasses you on. See the thing is, right? Okay. See the thing is, I'm listen, I've got a picture, I don't know if I can link to it, of what I had to make off into. Honestly, shocking. <laughs> shocking. Mm. Mate, I had to make off Sam's just going through his phone if I'm not on audio. Oh, and then his last tab has just opened. Look. He's currently showing me a picture. Uh, other way, mate, other way I say. It is a armored cable, three phase. What size is that? But these here are like modules, like nodules. And you have to pull the rubber back and then connect onto them and then put the rubber over the top. Mint? What idiot designed that? <laughs> and and like you can only shut off your bar. Like so yeah. only your buzz bar, not bus bar. Um you can only shut that off. But you can easily touch the one above and easily touch the one below. Because you've got then because each Not one if you're wearing like, your big red rubber gloves, you'd be fine. Mate, it is so dodgy in there. <laughs> and it's not it's not just that, it's like, what if you drop, I don't know, all right, you should be using insulated tools. But let's for argument's sake, say that you can't afford a thousand pound set of Boddington uh, insulated things. I'll humor you. Okay. Right. Right. And you use a spanner and you drop it across two of the two of the live phases. I'm not. I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna beat her on the bush here. I think if you do that, 
you deserve what's coming to you for using an uninsulated screwdriver across two live buzz bars and go, oh, I hope this is safe. No, but what I'm saying is when you're presented with these uber dangerous situations, I mean, I was Just like, don't do them. <laughs> what are we going to do here? And it's like the last day you've got you to clamp it all on. What you should do, anyone in this situation, is ring Mark Allison. Everyone is on someone. He will get it. And that's no what problem. I did. I was like, Mark, what do I do? And what do he's I do? like, so I had to, I'm not even going to lie. I did it. You heard it here first, ladies and gentlemen. This is the last podcast that Sam will be on. He'll be in prison as of tomorrow. <laughs> the police are coming. Um, heard. And Did you bet you cut the, the seals as well on the main fuse, didn't you? Uh, it pulled the main fuse, everyone. That's it. Yeah. Bye bye, Sam. Yeah. It'll be me and Dave next week, everyone. We'll yeah. have a nice chat. Yeah, because you know, like E5 are going to phone the police. I'm going to be in court and there's going to be a lawyer. There's going to be all that. And yeah. I'm going to be going to prison. Yep. I'm not. Listen, I'll send you a letter once a year. But I'm not promoting doing things like that. No, what you're I'm not. saying is that's a real world scenario where I'm under the gun to get job finished that day. There is no going back. There's no going back. Um, Just from now on, put everything on a 13 amp plug and you'd have to test it. Bang, in, it's temporary feed. Done. Why didn't I think of that? Idiot. You don't have to turn anything off then. Or just put it all on kinetic switching. Done. Done. Easy. Right. Thanks everyone for watching and listening. And uh, we'll see you next week, maybe with a guest, maybe not. Well... Well, yeah. My yes, no, one. maybe. Probably know. Dave. I don't know. I'm sick of talking to Sam again. We'll get Dave involved. It's nice. No, and Sam you know what? It all depends what the subject is. I ain't decided yet. What, 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 what we got? Well, I don't know. I have to sort of, like, I lay here and I think about it and I'm like, well, we'll do that next week. Well, let's ask everyone for suggestions. What do you lot want us to talk about? What subjects are there? What would interest you? Back on pricing, vans? self-employment the tax man Ugh. loads of stuff anything that you guys are interested or want to learn a little bit on and we could waffle about for an hour and if it's a fairly interesting subject we'll get someone on board that is much cleverer than me and sam put together it's not and maybe you'll get a drawn out conversation that might make sense i think our conversation tonight made perfect sense hmm. yeah for the people in uh, stockport <laughs> right my day club we're out <laughs>